right. Let's do Keep it. Going, brah. Let's do it. How you doing, man? I'm pumped, man. We've been uh, looking forward to this game since. Well, since uh, the first time I heard the name Victor Wembanyama, and we're talking about Chet and Victor, two candidates for rookie rookie of the year facing it off, and the Thunder are playing great. So we have high expectations coming into this game. Yeah, we do. But we also know the Spurs beat the Suns twice earlier in the season. So, like, this is going to be hard. We have to go out there and take this game for sure. Yeah, and uh, let's just be honest. Um, San Antonio Spurs uh, people have pretty much made it very clear that they do not like Oklahoma City Thunder fans, just like we don't like them. So that's good to go. But whenever that happens and you guys feel it like we feel it, you feel that, that um, what do you call it, that competitive vibe happening. You can mm-hmm. start feeling it, can start understanding what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. So that juice is flowing, guys. And guess what that means? That means that we have a rivalry on our hands yet again in Texas and Oklahoma. Moani, I know what you know, what we're talking about. That's right there is incredible to have. I'm excited about it. And whether Victor or Chet or whoever becomes the better known player, I got to say is this, is that if they don't build around Victor, they don't get a couple more great picks then there's no chance that victor and the spurs will win a championship over the next you know 10 years they have to build a better team around victor in order to be able to do that unlike the oklahoma city thunder where the team's already built around chet and every piece that's already put there is all ready to go and do some crazy things where will pop be in 10 years who will be the coach of the spurs in 10 years who will be the coach of the thunder in 10 years Okay, never mind. All right, look, obviously the Spurs have a lot to figure out. They need a new GM. They need a new um, coach. They need new players around Victor. They have one thing right now. I mean, I guess well, Pop is good. They've got a couple, nice, they got a, a couple about, nice pieces. No, if you're talking about where the team will be in 10 years, like the Thunder, where will the Thunder be in 10 years? We should see a very similar team in 10 years. Where will the Spurs be in 10 years? RC won't be there. Pop won't be there. Um, any of those, Keldon won't be there. All those sure. guys are going to be gone. It's, it's just going to be Victor. And, mm. and that's why we look at this and it's like, it's something to really appreciate is because while we can look at it and say two players on similar trajectories, similar paths, trying to make similar impacts in the game, doing it in their own way, very unique, very special, very exciting. But there are two teams that are on different trajectories. Yeah, maybe the Spurs are like well, this, and then maybe they hope to be like this, and then they can do like that. Well, let's talk about. Let's like, talk about Whoa. the trajectories. Let's yeah. talk about this because I get excited about this. All right, so San Antonio Spurs. Let's just say they go in that tank mode, and all of a sudden they lose a bunch of games in a row, right? And they get to the bottom, right? My bet is that the Clippers can't figure this shit out. I'm betting against the Clippers too, right? My Sorry. bet is that. Sorry, Vic. Um, I know. I know you're my big bet, on the Clippers, but I think you're wrong. Buddy. My bet also is that the Jazz are going to have troubles this year as well. Okay, so there's a really good chance that we, as Oklahoma City Thunder fans, have yet again a number five pick, number four pick, and the number ten pick. And if you're looking at it as the Spurs, there's a Don't really good chance the Spurs are sitting on a spot to be able to have a top five pick this next year. So three or two, right? Hmm. My point about this is that if the Spurs go after Alex Sar, that's going to be a scary team. 
right? But if we're sitting in the 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 background saying, "Go ahead, I dare you guys not to pick Alex Sar." It's going to make it difficult because guess what? Sam Presti, we've seen if he's got a 10 pick, a seven pick, something like that, and he's got a five pick, he'll have no problems trading up and getting who he wants in this draft because he's done it before. You know, like we're going to get better with this team through the draft, not just this this year, but the year after, the year after that. And everybody's like, well, we still have all these players on our team, but you're right. What has happened when we draft players that get outplayed? They're called JRE, right? Like still great players that will have a place to play someplace else, but they get outplayed by guys like Jay Will, who brings way more to the table, unfortunately, than JRE Will. And I love JRE. I, I hope him the best of luck. But Jay Will is so much better. And as you're going and you're getting this team better, that's just everything that's going to happen. Older guys have been there two or three years that will get outplayed by a rookie. I'm sorry. Tough luck, you know? Eventually, it's going to happen with Cason Wallace, where he demands a starting position. His defense is better. His offense is better. He's going to demand a starting position. Well, when that happens, well, I'm sorry, you know, Dort, or I'm sorry, blank player. You've been outplayed. Can he hustle any of these players? If he becomes a true six man, that's what's going to happen. And that's why I get excited about this team is they all understand that. When you want to be on this team in the future, you're not going to be able to say, hey, I'm going to get playing time right away. You're going to have to say, I got to go to that fucking G League. I got to go play in that G League. I got to be part of that G League because that's the road to the NBA. And any team that doesn't utilize their G League is going to be two, three, four, five years behind the Oklahoma City Thunder in the future. Let me tell you one of the organizational values that I think makes the Thunder superior to the Spurs. Okay? Yes. And I think it's at our core because if you look at it, the Spurs could have kept Sam Presti forever, but they would have had been able to believe in him in an uncommon way. They would have had to look at him and say, will he be the best GM in the league? And what will happen if we let him walk, even though he's young, but RC wanted to stay GM, right? Pop, he's had plenty of coaches who went on to do great things, but he always wanted to stay the coach. And you look at the team, Tim Duncan, you know, Tony Parker, Manu Ginobili, um, David Robinson, like, they never passed to the next generation. Each like that, that team was great. Like there was a David Robinson to Duncan, but then Duncan and those guys. But where's that communication to the next generation? We see pictures with those guys and Victor. Like it, they're acting like it's there, but the actual sure. like transformation on the court, the back office transformation, the coaching transformation, it hasn't changed. Mm. It, it was really the same team for like a two decades, and and fundamentally, yeah. all the important positions are still held by it. And They've seen a lot of people within their organization go on to do great things at other organizations, and they never gave it up the reins to the young people. And so when the Thunder went through this new iteration, they went young on the coach. They went young on the assistant coaches. They went young on the everything. And this was Sam Presti saying, if if they had given me the opportunity, I would still be with the Spurs, and the Spurs would still be winning championships. But they didn't. And therefore, I left, and I'm not going to say Coach Donovan's the only good coach in the organization. There are other young coaches who need their opportunity, and I'm going to give them their opportunity. Yeah, like Taylor Jenkins could have been the head coach for the Spurs many years ago because he, you know, he's an excellent coach, and everybody knew he's going to be an excellent coach. Like maybe he's not having a good year this year or whatever, but you know, he's had a lot of adversity. There's been a lot of coaches, and I just think my point really comes down to the Thunder care about giving young people young players young coaches young gms 
opportunities. And mm. in doing that, we all benefit. And the Spurs, they might be like, okay, we're only a few players away. Yeah, but then you're now like four years later, now you're a coach away. Yeah. Four years later, now you're a GM away. You know, and that's the thing. They haven't done the organizational transformation and they should have. And yeah. now they're gonna pay they, what we'll call it we'll call it organizational debt. They're well, racking they, they up might still, organizational debt. They might debt still right. win a championship, right? Or two. But if you have a player like Victor and a coach like Pop, like in my opinion, it doesn't matter. You should have multiple, multiple, multiple championships. That's that's the thing that I look at the San Antonio Spurs and the structure isn't been built hasn't been built properly. And you know that time we're coaching Spurs, Becky Hammond. Oh yeah, I know, dude. She would be amazing. She's taking that Aces program around. I'm just like they had so many good coaches that it's just and there's so many good opportunities for GMs like Sam Presti. If they could have just figured out how to like elevate themselves above the position and trust the young talent, they would be where we are now. They would be. They could yeah. have had everything we have. I mean, they knew Sam Presti was a genius. He's the one who scouted Tony Parker and was like insistent on getting him amongst many other players. They understood. They knew what they were losing when they lost him, and they still let him walk. They should yeah, have been dude. like, no, I'm willing to elevate myself into this. But Clay, adver- Clay um, Bennett had, let's just be honest, Clay Bennett had nurtured that relationship, recognizing that he was going to be the next, um, the next owner to this, the Supersonics. You know, okay. He but nurtured that um, relationship. Presti goes into Clay Bennett's office tomorrow and says, hey, like, listen, I got a new opportunity. I think I'm going to take it. You know, why he, you know why Presti will never do that? But what if he did? But, you, but I'm going to explain to you something that not a lot but of other you people know what understand. Was saying? What the hell are they offering? I want to match it. I want to beat it. Right? But like the, th- the thing is, is that have you ever found out what Sam Presti's getting paid? No. Because I think it's Sam like 10 Presti's, million a year or something like that. Sam Presti's worth, net worth through this is way greater than anybody will understand. Because if I am Clay Bennett, I recognize what Sam Presti's going to do for my organization. And I'm sitting there, I'm looking at this successful coaches or the owners and GM relationships in the game. And I look at the one of the most functional ones that I've seen in, in probably history. And that's, I know what you're going to say. The heat, Miami heat. There you go. And the reason is, is because the owner of the Miami heat is essentially giving um, ownership to part ownership to um, Pat Riley. Pat Riley. Thank you. And he's, he's doing it. I don't know how much it is, but it's a w- deal they worked out. It's a lifetime deal. And you look at Sam Presti, and that's the only way to keep a guy like Sam Presti. is like, listen, you can spend all the time here. We'll give you, you know, as much money as you want, but your money will come after the, everything is over. You're going to get a percentage of this team. You're going to own part of this team the rest of your life. Your kids will be able to come knowing that their dad owns part of the team. Your grandkids, you know, like that is how you keep a man like Sam Presti. And I'm so like pumped up that we have an owner like Clay Bennett, who I know for a fact wouldn't would do anything it took, anything it took to be able to create that. And again, why we're sitting here, um, the Oklahoma City Thunder are legit. And if you look at the the structure of the way the San Antonios are built this year, right? And we're playing against them tonight, guys. The best part about the game tonight, right, is our offense. Our offense is designed to play against teams like San Antonio. You get your foot in the lane, you pass the ball. Get your foot in the lane, you pass the ball. You make them fucking work. They're a physical team. They're going to throw punches. I mean, not punches, but they're going to throw 
they're going to think that this is a, a fight. And I love that, right? Because it teaches our team how to be stronger. We got Kenny Hustleback, which is our, one of our enforcers. We've got a lot to go down right now. And this team is ready to go, ready to play tonight. And I'm pumped, bro. Like, this is the right time for the right game. Uh, you got Chet versus Victor. I hope they play all 30 minutes against each other tonight. I hope it's a battle. I hope they get a couple blocks each. I hope they just destroy each other on the dunks because this is the matchup that we're going to be watching, not just this year, not next year, but decades down the road. And I say decades, I really hope we get to watch this these guys battle for 20 years because if we get to watch these guys battle for 20 years, then this is the most exciting thing because that means these guys have stayed healthy throughout their careers, and that right there is going to be exciting. And that's where I look at that picture right behind your head, and I say, this is our moment as fans. You know, like, Bill Russell. Got signed, bro. Or Wilt Chamberlain. Who is a better player, right? Who had more mm. championships? These are different questions. Who Some people think MVPs. they're the same question, right? Yeah, dude. Some people think that, like, you know, and here's where I look at it. Like, Chet and Victor. Some people will always say one was a better player because he had more points. And some will, yeah. will always say the other player was better because he had more championships. Sure. Buckle up, bitches. I hope you're on the right side of history because we are. Real fast, Mark. Mickey Arson is the new owner to the, the Thunder, but I'm telling you guys, the deal was done with Clay Bennett, right, guys? And he's still partial owner. So when Clay Bennett bought the team, brought it to Oklahoma City before Mickey right, became an owner, that's when I think the whole deal was done to keep Sam Presti here, not just now, but for forever. So we're hoping we, we, we love you guys. Um, I need to look this up. They got a new owner. I didn't realize that, dude. Let's check it out, dude. Yeah, it's Mickey. It's uh the Bank One um owner. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So very cool. He's got well, he got bank money, guys. Bank money. Hey, we'll see you so, guys tonight. The game starts at six thirty Central Time, Oklahoma time. Dave, seven thirty. Um, seven thirty, yeah. baby. This is historic, guys. Can't wait to see you there. Hope, hope to see you guys there. If you guys aren't there, we still love you.